This is the Harcourts Podcast, episode 11. And today we are joined by two guests instead of just one. It's crazy, crazy times. So I have Beiji Patel here, who you know he's been on before. A lot of ums last time. And he promises not to do that this time. And I have Josh and how do you say your last name? Prokopis. Come on, give it a crack. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just so, like I, like I said last time, it's, it's tough for me because I really don't want to pronounce names wrong. So anyway, and uh, as you can tell, Josh is from Australia. From Australia, yeah. Whereabouts? I'm from Brisbane, so southeast Queensland. So I moved over... Oh, three years ago, spent yeah, spent yeah. about ten years traveling here, or eight years traveling just on holiday, and over to the US, not here, um, and then moved over about yeah, three years. Yeah. So Newport Beach, California, is a good spot. Better than Australia, I think so. Yeah, oh, there you go. Okay. Absolutely, that's a bold statement. Yeah, that's good to holiday <laughs> in Australia, but I think the US is certainly a better place to live. And you haven't seen enough of Canada yet. Otherwise, we'll change your mind. No, I've been I've been here two days. <laughs> So we'll get to uh, a little bit about Canada in a bit, but yeah. uh, you're with Harcourts International, right? I'm with Harcourts North America. So I'm the oh, chief right. operating officer at North America. So um, yeah, I've been in that role two years now. Yeah, um, yeah love it. Get to see all the officers. So you see, I guess, see some officers grow, you know, help out where I can with some agents, you know, I mean, just support every everyone and everything. So, so. how did you, uh, how'd you get into that role? Before we talk about the role itself, yeah, I think um, I, I, when I moved over, I was the head of growth, so part of I guess part of you know franchise recruitment as well as you know personnel recruitment, and then you know a spot opened up about eighteen months ago now, and you know had a conversation with Ben, and you know the rest is history. Nice. The story still uh, still writes itself. Yeah. So uh, you're out here trying to recruit more offices or grow car courts in Canada, or what's the situation? No, I'm just here. Like? To, I guess I'm, with COVID, I, I obviously get around the offices and help them all grow um, with, I guess, different different solutions to to every office depending on where they are and which stage of uh, growth they are. The uh, I've just never I've never been able to get here because of COVID. You've been locked out. Yeah. Right. You guys been scared to take anyone in. So. I know. I, uh, I'm certainly not swimming across, so I just thought I'd wait till the flights open up, get the COVID tests, and and pop on over. So it was, uh, I think it opened up about a month ago. So yeah, something like that. So a month too late. Is it two hour flight for you? No, it was four, three hours to Seattle, and then oh, yeah, stop for an hour yeah. there, and then a thirty minute flight, which felt like two hours, and it gets bumpy, doesn't get up too high. It's it's yeah, yeah just on those little planes. I did that when I was going down to Cuba. Yeah. yeah, not not really a frequent flyer by any stretch of the imagination. So, yeah, that was interesting. All it's the connection a- flights, but uh, anyway, not about me and my flying. It's uh, about you and. <laughs> Theo took you out and showed you around North Vancouver, Vancouver. Yeah. Got the lay of the land. Yeah. What do you think? Love it. I think, yeah. The, I haven't, um, my, it's a beautiful, beautiful spot, beautiful driving, uh, some beautiful homes, obviously. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, very spectacular. It, uh, it was, oh, that's pretty much it. Spectacular sums it up. So, so uh, I've never seen anything like it. Newport Beach then or West Vancouver? Which Ooh, one? Oh, it's a tough one. I think <laughs> Newport <laughs> Beach definitely has a um, has the beaches, the beach, the sun. So from a, I guess a twelve month uh, twelve month round decision, it would be Newport oh, Beach. Theo didn't bring you to my part of town, did he? No, no, we went to the good areas. <laughs> I, li- oh, I live within. Oh. Uh, when you when you get home, check out what the West End downtown Vancouver is. It's uh, got about five beaches across within. Oh, really? Areas of me. Uh-huh. It's yeah, an interesting. Yeah, area. Uh, it's beautiful. Uh, yes, of course. It's it's downtown, so it's it's got some shadiness, but um, it's got was, the, it's got the lowest rents in downtown. No, no West End. No, no, not at all. Right. Uh, you're you're thinking of Hastings Street. <clears throat> yeah, you're thinking of downtown East Side. Right. That's the opposite side. Uh, so. You, you, assuming you know, you know Stanley Park. Yep. 
So Stanley Park, 40, 30% larger than Central Park in New York. Yep. That's where I live, right next to that. Yeah, okay. So if you, if you come out that way, maybe you might you might want to come into Cal, uh, leave California and move up here. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> or Marine Drive. Yeah, we don't have the year-round. Well, actually, we do have year-round golf compared to like places where it's. I do all my golf, so that's so. A, that's a selling yeah. point. And then we're putting you on Marine Drive. Yeah, yeah. All as long fancy as golf courses. As long as you're okay golfing in the rain most of the year. <laughs> that's not all year. That's not. <laughs> that's not golf. No. Well, <laughs> yeah. you ask if you ask someone for around here. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. <laughs> Didn't the Scottish Creek golf? It rains there. Yeah. I'm assuming they love it. It's, it's part of the game. It still gets play. Gets suspended <laughs> when it rains. Oh Does it man. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I'd find that. You're on an open pitch with lightning, possibly. Yeah, lightning you don't want to be there. Lightning and like rain is a completely different story. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we're not here to talk about golf, even though we could talk no, about we golf. Need, get more viewers that way. Episode eleven. I know. Yeah. <laughs> what were you saying just before you got on here? The more you talk about work, the less yeah, people the watch. More, the more about real estate, probably the, the less people listen. Yeah. <laughs> Well, since you brought up real estate, like I know you do predominantly growing the brokerages, yep. growth of the people. Uh, were you a realtor before? I was, I was. In Australia? Yeah, I was in Australia. I was a realtor for four, three years, three or four years. Um, did that for four, yeah. Nearly, I think it was about four, four years and then went into managing with offices. With Yep, with, I was with Harcourts for two of them and then when I went to managing offices, I switched to a, a, a local independent brand. Fair. Yeah. Completely. And then we won you back. Exactly. So the, the global presence got me. Well, I mean, I from that was actually one of my things too. Is like learning yeah. when I was learning about you and the whole team. It's it's really beautiful that we're global, and I assume then you're in touch with all the other offices quite quite a bit. Absolutely, you know, and we still have a lot to do with other offices around the world. Um, always in touch with the corporate, different corporate teams, and you know, making sure that you know we're all across everything as well. We're not just you know, I guess there's a lot of other international brands per se that have no idea that they have other offices in yeah. different countries. So. We're certainly, um, you know, an international brand on that front. For sure. Absolutely. So Harcourts is pretty big on the uh, Australian and New Zealand front, right? They're the second largest. They're kind of like one of the The largest largest in in New Zealand and second largest in Australia. So from your perspective, what do you think it'll take for Harcourts to become that sizable brand out here, out in... uh, North America, maybe not Canada yet, but let's start with the United States. Yeah, we can States. start with Canada. I think uh, we start with both of them. I think it's the same as, um, I guess, most markets. It's it's nothing's an overnight success. We've been here for, you know, 10 years now. You know, New Zealand started in 1888. Right. That's, you know, yeah. like, you know, we've been, we're, we're, you know, it took them 50 to 80 years to become I'm not somewhere in that time frame right. to become number one you know we're 10 years in and we're we're making a pretty good dent that, that's for sure we're helping we're obviously you know with our growth we're helping people continue to grow not just putting on offices and putting on people to I guess say we're a body shop where we're certainly helping everyone actually grow make more money make more sales grow their teams you know um, so I think that we're by doing, by continue continuing to do what we do and offer, you know, have a value offering, which you know, our technology platform is certainly one of the best, if not the best. Um, we, it's all done in house as well. I think that you know, success will come. Like, I mean, we are, yeah, see, more success will come. You brought up technology. What do you see with the integration of Canadian differences? Like, I know with our IDX and all that, it doesn't quite link up yet? Is that something that we're working yeah, on? Yeah, absolutely. We're working on it. Um, I guess it's all, everything's um, a work in progress. Is it kind of like one of those things where it's, like, it's on the roadmap? Yeah, but is it like something that's like five years from now? <laughs> no, no, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely high up on the uh, priority list. It's, you know, it's, it's, 
you know, like everything, everything evolves, different rules change. You know, even in, in North America uh, and, and I mean, Mexico as well, we're in mm-hmm. the you know, MLS have different rules and it's not just an easy, you know, people, a lot of people think, oh, it's just an easy way. You can just get in, you can grab their data. They've got the data. No, like, you know, there's permissions, there's meetings that got to happen. You know, if someone's having a bad day, we don't get the information. Like, you know, and these yeah. people don't respond for weeks. It's not it's certainly not as easy as yeah. people think it is. You yeah, know, you can just absolutely. turn on a button. No, it's it's not like that. It's you know, and some of them cost thousands and thousands of dollars just to absolutely. to get them implemented. So, so you, isn't that like you kind of touched upon like the differences in the rules and like now as of like two days ago now you've seen kind of I hope Theo and Greg were able to take you to a couple open houses. Yeah, we went to a couple today. So you saw like the differences or like the the way that things are done a little bit differently from the states or did you not did you not see anything is it the same or is it different it's pretty similar no similar. it's pretty similar so it's um yeah very similar did you see any of the contracts no i did not see a contract okay i will send you a blank one yeah so absolutely. you can see what um typical contracts look like i think Perfect. that's where the uh, in my opinion that's where like the, the cool differences come in Perfect. Um, just working on I'm so I was personally from Toronto initially. Yeah. And even it's it's closer to the US market. Yep. Where I think you guys correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. I, on average is three and three percent, so six percent total. Yep. Toronto's two and a half, two and a half. Yep. Out here, you're lucky if you get one and a half on each side, so it's three. Yeah. Um so, but the thing is, as you see, the work and the legalities are the same, if not more, in BC. So it's, it's a different market. So oh, I'm, just seeing I mean, it, like, I want you to be here for no, like, exactly. a week or two and, like, really get to see what we do. I mean, being Australian New Zealand, the average fee is 2%. Yeah, so, right. You know, and, and there's no such thing as a buyer agent. No. You know, no. so, you know, I've seen them all. <laughs> you know, I've seen... You know, and, and then I think the good, the better agents get, you know, get the three percents. Yeah. Um, you know, and the ones that I guess have a bit of, you know, don't have I guess the proof in the pudding to to get the listing will drop the commission to just try and buy themselves a listing, which isn't always the I agree with the you. best step. And I, you know, I see it all around the world in different, you know, different companies, not just Harcourts. You know, your, your Compasses, your Keller Williams, the agencies, all of them. You know, the the younger agents, and I say this to everyone as a bit of advice, if you. You know, you're looking for your first and second sale. Partner up with someone. Partner up with someone with some experience. Use their leverage. Let them get the listing. Sure, work out the split. Split it in half. Do all the work. Whatever that looks like. Get some experience. Work with a great realtor. See how it works. And then that's that'll set you up for a good career. Is there anything on the Harcourt side, whether it's training or technology or brand name, that helps us as agents get the higher listing commission? I mean, it's it's... A little bit of, you know, it comes down to obviously the answer is yes. You know, we're the sixth largest real estate company in the world. Um, I want to find out a statistic that I don't know yet. I, um, someone said to me we may be the largest privately held real estate company in the world. So I've got to double. I haven't checked that yet. So I've heard the same thing. Yeah, so I, I think we could be. I should know that. I don't know that. Um, but let's just go with it. We are. Um, okay, I'll cut that part out. Yeah. So you'll say it with confidence. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> We're the largest privately held real estate company yeah, in the world. Sings it says it right to the camera. There, there I love you it. go. I love so it. we, um, but yeah, absolutely. There's obviously that. Um, we're genuinely an international company. I, you know, when I say that, that if you know we have workplace, we have. If you pick up the phone and wanted to call another agent. Um, in a different office, you could around the world. They take your call again. Yep. Mate, if, you, if you're calling someone, you know, Australia, New Zealand, Asia, get the time difference right. Yeah, Otherwise, two, two they're not answering. Like, yeah. I've had a few. You know, what the, you didn't answer. What time are you calling? Like two a.m. their time. Like, come on. Um, 
So yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, there's obviously plenty more, plenty, plenty of others, but they're the, they're the main. I ones. do love the international or like the community feel of it because. Yeah. Um, Oh, I always forget his name. David Buck out in Hawaii. Yeah. I had my first condo auction listing coming up and I called him. I'm like, hey, you do a lot of sub $500,000 condo listings. How do you go about it? Right. Because mm-hmm. it's a little bit different than the luxury places that we normally do. Yeah. Um, and he walked me through it and great guy. He's like, hey, call me if you need more information. Yeah. Um, and I know we're supposed to reach out to you guys, but I figured I personally just no, absolutely a producing no. agent. And I was like, hey, you do this every day. Yeah. And continue to do that. And I love that about the whole Harcourt's family. And then you coming out like that's it kind of adds to it. But yeah. um, while you're here at the office, I guess in terms of the real estate, it might not be too different. But do you see a difference in like the office or like the people that you're meeting? I mean, like, is it feel like a similar vibe? Like, should we expect that? If, like, I'm in LA for my birth or in Vegas for my birthday in November. If I go to the Harcourt's office, is it going to feel the same? Is it going to be the same type of vibe? Like that office, uh, hopefully in November. Yes, it just opened a month ago, so it's um, it's it's, it's it, we've got six people there so far. Um, got six people there so far, so um, I love to have probably 12, 15 by then. But absolutely, the uh, Courtney and Tony that own that office are, are phenomenal. They um, have some of the most amazing happy hours. They own another office in Redondo Beach. You don't say. So, in Vegas, uh, they have the most amazing happy hours. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, you got one this afternoon, so. Yeah, that's true. Well, uh, I can't have, I haven't been to one yet, so. Oh, I think you're, you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how we go. So, but um, absolutely. When are you in Vegas? What dates? Uh, 26th to the 29th. Of November? Yeah. yeah. You're going to be there? No, I'm the 6th, around the 6th ah, of November. I told John um, uh, Bass as well, and he's, he's going to try to swing by if he's there. <laughs> It's, it's my 30th, so I'm trying to maybe try to do something a little bit better. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah we had to do a work trip. Perfect. <laughs> um, I'm not coming to Vegas. Oh, I wasn't invited. Oh, man. <laughs> step up your game. Be a, be, say, a better, hey, be a better friend and you'll uh, get an invite. I was about to say, I can actually still book another one. I... Yeah. It's all good. We'll figure that out after the show. I actually, yeah. <laughs> I actually have. Yeah, you probably have these couple million viewers wanting to come now too. Oh yeah. All right, cool. guys. Hey, if you guys want to come, yeah. all right. If if any of the viewers want to come, we have one more room. The only reason I didn't tell Ollie is because I didn't have anybody else to share the room with. But if y'all want to share the room with Oliver, it's all good. Let's get back on track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's talk about why Absolutely. we're here. <laughs> <laughs> so Harcourt's uh, key thing is auctions, right? So how um. How do you find, because you go in different areas. Yeah, and absolutely. Locales and sell Harcourt's, the brand, right? Mm-hmm. How key is is the auctions platform? Very key. Very key. It's, um, it's just a point of difference. It's a, it's a, it's a proven sale method that, that works. It, it gets more money. It gets more viewers. Um, it's, a, it's, it's open. It's transparent. Um, there's no smoke, you know, no smoke and mirrors. And it's... You know, it's obviously it's it's a great selling tool, but then again, when you you know have an have an office as well as a recruitment point of view, you know, to be able to offer agents something different, you know, in their tool belt to go out and pitch to sellers. You guys know how hard it is sometimes. You're up against, you know, we see it. You're up against, you know, established agents that have been there for twenty years in the area, and you know, you might have been there a year or two and trying to push through. If you've got something different in your tool belt, you're getting in the door. Once you're in the door. You know, you're exactly. away. So, but uh, you know, it's it's. I guess it's 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 proven. So it, it's it's amazing. With the, um, not sure if you're familiar with it. Our government basically, all the parties are calling for removing blind bidding. Yeah, that, that um, could pass, didn't it? Or last night? Yeah, or well, last night we elected the guy elected that was going to. Yeah, okay. There are parties. promises yeah. in place. Yeah. So. so the promises are there. Let's hope that they come through. Because yeah. what do you think will be the outlook if that comes through? 
Like, have you seen another That is a big if, I will say, because it's not really their purview. All three parties wanted it. I I know they want it, but it's about what they can actually do, and it's not really within their power, but whatever. I guess blind, I'm not a fan of blind bidding. Um, I've sold real estate, you know, probably personally 200 to 210 homes. Mm -hmm. And I think the hardest thing you see is, you know, a property that that isn't going to auction, which had plenty of them, Mm -hmm. um, that, that weren't going to auction. You get to the, you know, the, I guess the top end of, you know, you're, you could pretty much close the deal and you've got someone at the last minute coming and say, well, I'll pay an extra five. And then you go tell someone, you go tell the other party, hey, well, if you come up an extra five, like someone just come in at last point, like you don't have to go up, why don't you just go up a thousand? Like it just becomes a mess. Mm-hmm. You, you also look unethical. I do yeah. think that, like I think it's, I, uh, it's, it's I, I don't like it at all. It's, you know, I, I used to have people sign a bit of paper and that in and say, hey, this is my best and final offer. And I would just do this as best, you know, it's not a legal form, it's the best practice form. So yeah. you know, and at the end of the sold, they'd turn around and say, Well, I would have paid more. Well, when we you could have put it on paper. But again, that's where auction eliminates all that. Um Love it. so I think that yeah, getting rid of blind bidding is an amazing thing. Absolutely. Um do you get any uh be pushback on the auctions side of things. Yeah, absolutely. What are the most common kind of, uh, let's call them- uh, Yeah, properties sell too quick. Um, Properties sell too quick, Uh, it won't work. People have never heard of auction. Um, What else? Yeah, plenty. Um, It's it's only a distress thing. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably the the, the majors. How do you get over the fact that people don't know much about auction? And especially seller, from the seller side, I mean, they're, they know that it could be something beneficial to the buyers, but they don't quite know. Well, that's where you just got to explain it properly yeah. to them. And that's where you've got an auction team. We're very fortunate that we have an auction team, um, which obviously I'm not part of, but that, you know, Jason runs the auction team and you've got the likes of John and Jason and, and, and the team to be able to, you know, jump on a call with that seller and actually explain it to them from start to finish. I've done one before. You haven't yet done an auction. So what would it look, would you mind like, you know, kind of just giving us a quick run through of, I get a listing. I, t- I convince my client that yeah. auction is the best. Yep. How does the auction team support us? Like what usually would be what's expected? Yeah, absolutely. Um, everything you can think of. So expected is the first appointment with you, obviously, you know, meeting with the meeting with the seller, going through that whole process, getting the calendar of events of what's happening, you know, making sure that you've got the photos and all the searches ready to go online and, and help, you know, help you get online, you get all the brochures and the auction box obviously sent to you. Then helping you set up your open home times and, and you know, your inspections. Also giving you scripts on what to say. When people go, what's an auction? My buyers don't want to, they don't bid at auction. You know, they're not buying an auction like we're just buying before. Like having those scripts, you're armed with those scripts. You're also, you know, when you've got a few different buyers, they'll, they'll, they'll talk to those buyers directly as Sweet. well okay. and they'll talk to them directly and explain the process as well so you can go hey you know if you you know if someone does get caught geez I don't know what to say here like it's not it's not embarrassing to say but I'll have someone from the auction team get back to you with that question like I'm not sure I've definitely but, used that know, one before and a lot of the <laughs> sort of failed auctions I guess if you per se are people that just try and I better answer this because I've been asked like there's no problem with saying I don't know and I'll, I'll get you an answer with that as soon as I can, and then have an auction team reach out or give you the exact script to use for that, um, which is what they do. But then also, you know, that, that auction week, making, I mean, leading up until auction week, but having everyone ready to go and bid online or on the phone and having that 
having everyone ready to go. So I think, you know, that's a, that's the shortest version I can get around. No, that's perfect. Um, that's I think that, you know, any, any support you need, they're there. Yes, you know, there's a certain process, but, you know, things happen. Big offers come in before auction where, you know, you shouldn't sell before auction, but uh, maybe, you know, an offer's too good to be true and, you know, you've got to go through, all right, Jason, what, do I, what should I say here? Like, it's a pretty good offer, like, you know, Help me through this, you know, and having that discipline to to call on for that help. Like, that's what they're there for. Yeah. They're there, you know, don't go, oh, no, I've done two auctions. I know what to do, you know, know, rely on them all the time. So, absolutely. Sweet. No, I know I kind of hijacked the, the, you're not really the auction team. This is, I know this is not your thing. No, that's okay. But we've got a little bit of HQ here. Done. Got to get you as as much information out of you as possible. Done. Um, I think, like, really, honestly, this was predominantly what we wanted and yep. uh, to get you know you like we wanted our team to see you and, and yeah. meet you and uh, I know at the end like yours is your growth your expansion you're the recruit, recruiting side right what do you see as the future of Harcourts in Canada yeah it's an, that's an interesting question if you'd asked me two years ago before COVID it would be a different a different answer absolutely I think that um, teams are a big thing now you know, it's not just Canada, but I'm going to say Canada teams are becoming a thing. Um, is it the same in, uh, in the States? It is. I think it's going to be bigger here, though. And I think just making sure that we, we're there to support. You know, my role is also there to support everyone. Um, you know, and we're in the middle of releasing a, um, I guess, building a team, you know, dummy-proof checklist per se is what, you, you know, it's, and, and again, it's not just a checklist. It's a four-week, five-week series on mm-hmm. building a team, everything from, you know, how to structure someone's salary to, you know, performance measures to what they should be doing to who should be answering the phone to, to everything. How, so do you, awesome. how do you plan to cover, like, all the different board rules? Because I know, for example, like, our board has very strict rules on teams. Would you guys just leave that to the brokerages to handle? And I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get a good understanding. That? Like, what do you mean? Like, what's well, give, me, give me an example of a different... Well, for example, a just super simple example yeah. is like the, even the naming of the team yeah. or the structure of the team, yeah. they all are, come under the purview of the B, uh, British Columbia Secretary of Financial Affairs. Yeah. So typically, and then if we literally go over one province into Alberta or into Ontario, yeah. it completely changes. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we have that at the moment. And yeah. yes, obviously, we different <clears throat> the way you can even put names on signs and have team names on signs. And, you know, if the team, for example isn't the, you know, obviously hardcore to the broker, you know, and the, and the franchise, they've got to be on the sign, not just the team right. name. And, yeah. you know, there's, again, we're, we're all over, you know, I guess the, the vast majority of rules. I'm sure there's some little ones, but, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll be over them for every training, that's for sure. And we'll, so, you know, we'll give so you So it'd be an opportunity for like each of these, like our, like our brokerage, for example, to work with you on that training for our guys. Absolutely, to, absolutely. Yeah. And again, this will be a, a very broad training for everyone. And, Sweet. you know, we'll, we'll dumb it down and we'll obviously jump yeah. into... We're not going to get in the nitty gritty of like the managing broker stuff, right? Yeah, no, and yeah. that's where... That's, Might as well. And that, yeah, that's yeah. where, that's where your, your, your managing broker will exactly. assist you. So. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, like other than teams, like what do you see expansion-wise? Like you see us here in North Vancouver. You see there's a bit of an appetite here. Yeah. But I'm sure Greg, Theo, they probably send you tons of fun information, yeah. emailing you uh, things happening in Canada throughout. Yep. Um, what do you see? What, do you, what are your thoughts on it? Or maybe, you know, what are your th- the office thinking about it? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a very interesting question. I think being here for two days gives me a, you know, a little bit of an understanding and, and getting to know you guys, you know, helps me answer a little bit better. I think that, you know, 
getting a bit more of a foothold in some more key areas. I know that, um, you know, we've spoken, you know, different officers and we're always speaking officers with, every, you know, with a lot of key people in the group and just getting some some officers in some more strategic or in, in more strategic locations is going to be the key to the growth. Key to growth. I think that gone are the days now where people expect big offices for everyone mm-hmm. and, and nor should they like everyone's working from home you know a lot of realtors don't even come into the office um, and they'll come into print you know, so or a podcast. Can, you know, or a podcast, you know. Um, so what do you think of our beautiful 200 square foot office? <laughs> no, I honestly think it's amazing. I think it's, it's ideal. you know, you've got, I've been in big offices with, every, you know, people around the world in, in office buildings with no signage. I think signage is the key. And, you know, you're, I think, you know, especially real estate here, you know, is people on the street need to see Harcourts. The more Harcourts they see, they don't. The people, your sellers have a, I don't think our sellers ever said how big's your office you know and, and never so they don't care you know, exactly it's, it's all about having them in, in key locations and by being able to help you as realtors is by being able to have that presence so that when you know sellers go oh, I see you guys everywhere you know I was like yeah the exposure matters more than the office absolutely absolutely you know so I think that's um, that's what I see for Canada I love it you, you mentioned some key areas yeah um out of you know, top of our your head. Yeah, okay. Me being, me being an Ontario boy, I'm a Toronto guy. Like yep. I moved out here per, for personal reasons. Yeah, but obviously, like in terms of real estate, like are you? Do you mean like key areas within BC or like? I mean, you know, here in BC, Canada, obviously on, on Ontario, um, you know, Alberta, um, Calgary, Toronto. You know, we just opened in Maine, so Toronto's. You know. Not too far away. Unfortunately, um, the province right next to Maine is going to be one tough cookie to crack. There you go. Quebec? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Quebec, Quebec, although there's a lot to be done. It's a, uh, it's, it's a beautiful place yeah. in terms of everything, real estate and everything. Yeah. But it's uh, definitely a little bit harder. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, real estate's not easy, is it? So No. And yeah. if it becomes easy, obviously, you're doing something wrong. Exactly right. You're not so. caring. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. I think that's really most yeah. of the questions we had and yeah. just appreciate you coming down. It was, it was great. No, no to problem. No problem. Actually see you, the, meet um, you. I was expecting a podcast, not with the camera. I've got a uh, head for a radio, not um, certainly not a, a TV guy. So. You look just as good as you sound, brother. There you it's, go. It's good. So I sound like shit then. Oh, <laughs> yeah. better, better beat that one out. Well, there's but a yeah. reason why the camera's not pointed at me. Yeah. Oh, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Thanks for coming on. No problem, guys. Uh, Appreciate it. Episode 11. Here, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.